At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. Welcome to the Hornets Hivecast, presented by Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. Here's your host, Sam Farber. Welcome to another edition of the Hornets Hivecast, your Hornets podcast with all the notes, quotes, and daily buzz around your favorite NBA team. I'm Sam Farber, and it is a pleasure and a privilege to have you with us here once again on the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta, Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. It's a game day edition. Hornets hosting their division rivals, the Atlanta Hawks. We'll, of course, have our game preview. Plus, there's a couple of milestones of sorts that the Hornets are several. Hornets, I should say, have a chance to reach in today's contest. We'll talk about those as well, helping me on all of these topics. He's my producer on the Hornets Radio Network, as well as the producer of this fine podcast, Rob Longo, here with me once again. Rob, thanks so much for joining me here on a game day Monday inside Spectrum Center. Thanks, Sam. Good to see you bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. The Super Bowl party didn't get the best of you yesterday. You neither. Glad to see you standing. Uh, <laughs> the Hornets are going to be taking on the Atlanta Hawks today. And nice just to be home. This is a game two in a row for Charlotte. That hasn't happened in the calendar month of February until now, so get to enjoy a little home cooking here for the Hornets as they take on the Atlanta Hawks. Before we get to our game preview, a couple of things we've got our eye on for this one here today. First off, Charlotte's got a player who's gunning for 5,000 career points with the Charlotte Hornets. That would be Terry Rozier. Terry was 25 away going into that last game against Denver on Saturday. Got roughly halfway there. He finished with 12. So 13 needed to meet 5,000 career points in a Hornets uniform. And I know we're you know roughly a week removed from watching LeBron James become the NBA's all-time leading scorer. What a moment that was in NBA history. 38,000 plus points. He's going to probably break 40K uh, at some point in his illustrious career. So maybe it feels a little bit smaller to be celebrating 5,000. But it's something that just quite frankly hasn't happened a lot in 
Hornets history. Terry Rozier would be just the ninth player in franchise history to reach that mile marker, uh, joining some Hornets greats like Kemba Walker, of course, the all-time leading scorer in franchise history, only player with over 10,000 points in the Charlotte franchise history. He ends up with 12,009. Then there's Del Curry, Gerald Wallace, Larry Johnson, Glenn Rice, Muggsy Bogues, and then you add in Raymond Felton and David Wesley. So a pretty good list to be joining here, and Terry Rozier likely to do that, considering he's averaging about 20 points or a little bit north of 20 points per game here tonight against the Hawks. Yeah, a little bit of a downtick the other night against Denver. He only finished with 12 points, but you know everybody has their off night, certainly. It's nothing against Terry Rozier, obviously, but I think the thing that I take away most from what this could mean for T-Row is just how consistent he's been ever since he's gotten to Charlotte. Obviously, that first year, that shortened Coven year, he scores a little bit over 1,100 points, but ever since then, you go back to the 2020-21 season, scored about a little bit over 1,400 points, 1,407 to be exact. Then last season, he scores 1,408. So, you know, the fact that he just keeps climbing and climbing, he's sitting around a little bit over 1,000 right now. He's technically at 1,038 right now heading into tonight's game. So he certainly has the capability to get to that 1,400 threshold that he has gotten to the last two years. So it's just really, really great stuff from Terry Rozier. I know that it was kind of one of those things that some people just thought that it was him just getting shipped up from Boston, you know, moving on to a different team. And you hear it time and time again, a lot of times when he goes back to Boston up into the Northeast, how much they missed Harry Rozier. So the fact that he's been able to make a home here in the Queen City, he, of course, has signed that extension as well. He plans to be here for quite some time and be a future plan for this Hornets franchise, and he has an opportunity to really make a mark on his team, not only this season, but for seasons to come, and really rewrite the record books. I mean, 12000 from Kemba Walker is going to be quite the tall task, obviously, but he has a chance to really, really etch his name in those record books. He certainly could. I, I want to pose the question. I'm not necessarily looking for an answer here, but I think it's worth asking if Terry Rozier finishes the the contract that he's on, plays another three full seasons with the Hornets and continues to score at the level he does, or has been at least, the contract basically covers his prime. So there's a good opportunity that he'll accomplish that. We're talking about a guy who's going to score, maybe if he really gets it going, 10,000 points with Charlotte, probably somewhere at least around 9,000, which would put him in the vicinity of the top two or at least top three in Hornets franchise history for career scoring. You know, if we're making these kinds of assumptions, you would assume as well LaMelo Ball would continue to score or at least increase his scoring the rate he has been and he could rewrite the record books entirely. But I think it's worth asking the question and putting into the discussion, depending on how the team starts to fare in terms of the standings over the next couple of seasons with the productivity of Terry Rozier, could he find himself on the Mount Rushmore, so to speak, of Hornets Hornets basketball. Could he be in that top four or five discussion? I think right now there's no question. Kemba Walker's there. Del Curry's there. I think you make serious arguments for Muggsy Bogues. Longevity issues maybe a little bit for guys like Larry Johnson and Alonzo Mourning because they played so much of their careers elsewhere, but they are still seen by many people, not just here in Charlotte, but across the NBA as Hornets icons. But again, if you're looking at the counting stats, that's where things start to detour a little bit because they played so much of their careers elsewhere. Some of these numbers are not totally with Charlotte. And then you have 
have other players who were very productive but not on as big of eras for Hornets basketball like a Gerald Wallace, say, who was extremely productive but didn't necessarily have some playoff success here with Charlotte. So there, there's a lot of factors to this. But again, I don't want the answer because I'd prefer Terry answers it for it for us here over the next couple of years. But I think it is worth planting the seeds of the question because he is going to join this group probably tonight, becoming the ninth player in franchise history with 5,000 points. If he continues at the pace that he's already set for himself over the following three seasons, he's likely to end up somewhere between 8,000 and 10,000 points, generally speaking, which puts him in that top three for the overall points lead in Hornets history and thus makes him a serious candidate for that type of conversation. Well, let's put it in this perspective. Before the season even started, Terry wasn't even top 10 all time in scoring in Hornets history, and he's been able to climb that ladder here over the first 50 some games of the season. So, I mean, if he's able to continue to score at this pace, not only is he obviously already top 10 in Hornets history, but I mean, he's almost cracking the top six. I mean, the next guy on the rung is David Wesley at 5,241, and then you got Ray Felton at 5,311. So he can easily climb above those two guys this season if he continues at that pace that not only he's doing this season, but that we've seen from the last two years where he eclipses 1,400 points over the last two campaigns. So, I mean, it's not out of the question by any means of the imagination. No, no, it's not. And and again, I'm not looking for an answer. I'm just posing a question here. I would prefer Terry answers it over the next couple of seasons. But something we're celebrating likely to happen tonight, Terry Rozier will likely become the ninth Hornet in Charlotte NBA franchise history to reach 5,000 career points. There's another milestone of sorts that is likely to fall tonight. We'll tell you about that one next here on the Hornets Ivecast. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Thinking of popping the question? Diamonds Direct has an offer you can't miss. This month only, buy a natural diamond engagement ring of 1 carat plus and receive a free natural 1 carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. No one provides education, selection, and value like Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet from your friends at Diamonds Direct won't last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. Sam Farber and Rob Longo here with you on the HHC, the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta, Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. Hornets will take on the Atlanta Hawks tonight. If you're within shouting distance of the Hive Spectrum Center, please come on out and join us. Tickets available at Hornets.com for this Southeast Division rivalry contest. Rob, we just got done talking about Terry Rozier likely going for a milestone tonight. Uh, if he scores a dozen or so points, is going to make it to 5,000 Career points in a Hornets uniform will be just the ninth Hornet uh, or Charlotte NBA franchise player to reach that 
mile marker, a great accomplishment. There are several other top 10 lists that he is already a part of. Uh, The one that he's furthest up the ladder, at least to my knowledge, is three pointers made in a Hornets career on a very short amount of time, just over 250 career games, 745 career made threes. That puts him third all time behind only Kemba Walker and Del Curry. Now, he's not likely to catch either of those two gentlemen tonight. He needs something like 183s, which would be an overwhelming NBA record for all kinds of statistics, but there is one of his teammates who is likely to climb a rung on that ladder. That would be LaMelo Ball. LaMelo knocked down three threes the other day against the Denver Nuggets, taking him to 429 career. Puts him two away of his his former teammate back when he was a rookie, Devontae Graham. So he's likely to pass that. I say likely because you know nothing's for certain, but uh, LaMelo has made multiple threes in five consecutive games. It is kind of a regular thing for him. If he makes two, he'll move to eighth. If he makes five, he will tie for seventh in franchise history. And whether it happens today or later on down the line, it's likely to happen. And he's doing it at a pace that really uh, hasn't been seen before in Hornets history. Only one close to him is Terry Rozier, who was really in the heart of his career when he joined the Hornets. That wasn't the case for LaMelo. He came on as a rookie and really built up his three-point prowess. But Terry Rozier is really the only one. Maybe Glenn Rice, another example of a guy who came to Charlotte in his prime in terms of his three-point shooting. So LaMelo, what he has done in a very short amount of time, already making it onto the top ten list, and now after tonight has a chance almost certainly to make it to the top eight possibly top seven. Quite the accomplishment for the former All-Star and Rookie of the Year at the ripe old age of 21. And his numbers are just absolutely crazy because before we started recording this segment, we were trying to track down where he was before the season started. He wasn't even in a top 10 of career-made three-pointers in Hornets history before the season started. So the fact that he's just been able to go at this pace before the season started, he was at 312, he's at 429, so I'm not the best at math, but what is that, 117 made three-pointers, and he's missed how many games this season? I mean, the way that he's been shooting the three-ball, especially this year, is crazy, crazy, crazy stuff. And I mean, I understand that the game has certainly changed, and the style of play is different, because I mean, you look at the top three all-time made three-pointers in Hornets history. Of course, Kemba Walker's there. He's made 1,283. It took him eight seasons. It took Del Curry 10 seasons to get to 929. And I understand it's a different era and that sort of thing. But even though that changes, it doesn't matter. Numbers are still numbers. I mean, you always talk about baseball, for example, putting the asterisks next to anybody that plays 162 games. Are they really the home run king compared to the 61 that Roger Maris had played and that sort of thing? Again, at the same time, though, I mean... Could you imagine if Del Curry played in this era and what he would be able to accomplish? I mean, I guess we're seeing it with Steph and Seth, but at any rate, I mean, just what LaMelo's been able to do, it's crazy. I mean, before you know it, he's going to be at 500 career made three-pointers, and is he even going to be 22 at that point? Probably, but barely, just because it'll probably happen next season, but man, he is just on a tear couple other numbers that won't fall tonight but could happen by the end of the season. LaMelo Ball, obviously his scoring has really shot up here in this season in particular but building on the increase he already had last season. He just keeps getting better and better if he stays healthy and I know that's a big if so far this season. He's got a chance to end up in the top 20 in franchise history for career scoring. Right now that spot belongs to Eldon Campbell. 3,573 points. LaMelo's roughly 500 150 points away from that. Uh, The other one that he's likely to continue to climb here, 
assists. He's got a good chance to be in the top 10 in franchise history in assists by season's end. He's about 110 away, and with his averages, that's likely to happen as well in uh, not even the next 25 games, much shorter period than that, considering he's almost averaging a triple-double in the last couple of games. We'll see if he can keep that pace going tonight. Uh, But something else to watch for, LaMelo Ball aiming to move up a rung or two, possibly, on the all-time three-point shooting list for Hornets franchise history. And then, of course, as we talked about earlier, Terry Rozier could become the ninth player in franchise history with 5,000 career points. couple of numbers to look for. The most important one for you Hornets fans out there, can the Hornets get a win? It would be a significant one if they can beat the Atlanta Hawks because Atlanta, a team right now currently in a playoff-slash-play-in tournament position, a 500 squad. Hornets, though, have a chance to take the season series. Hornets have won two of the first three. Can they make it three out of four? We'll preview the game for you next here on the Hornets Hivecast. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Thinking of popping the question? Diamonds Direct has an offer you can't miss. This month only, buy a natural diamond engagement ring of 1 carat plus and receive a free natural 1 carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. No one provides education, selection, and value like Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet from your friends at Diamonds Direct won't last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. Sam Farber and Rob Longo here with you on the HHC. The Hornets Hivecast brought to you by Senta, Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. Round four against division rivals, the Atlanta Hawks. Hornets have taken two out of the first three very early in the season when the Hornets were just one and one at the time. They improved to two and one with a win over the Atlanta Hawks, 126 to 109 on the road. That, of course, was a game where the Hornets did not have either. LaMelo Ball or Terry Rozier available, so of course they won. Round two against the Hawks. Atlanta won in Charlotte, 125-106, to because, of course, they didn't have DeJounte Murray. So, of course, they won. I think that might have been one of the early games where the Hornets did have their big three, Gordon Hayward, LaMelo Ball, and Terry Rozier available, but still not enough to get the W. Round three was in Atlanta. Final of that one was 122-118 to in favor of the Hornets. That was a game where LaMelo Ball did not play. Hawks had all their stars, and so Charlotte, of course, won the game. It seems whoever is more injured in this rivalry series ends up coming away with the victory. Maybe that's bad news that the Hornets have had reasonably good health for the starting lineup as of late, but we'll see how it all pans out. Atlanta is coming off a win over the San Antonio Spurs in Atlanta, 125-106, to put them back above 500. They have had reasonably good health as of late as well, uh, so we'll see these two teams about as close to full strength as either have been in the head-to-head rivalry series, at least, for this one tonight. Rob, you know how it works. We need players to watch and a stat to watch. Who would you like to begin with? 
Let's begin with the Atlanta player to watch, and you got to take Trey Young. I mean, the guy is basically the straw that stirs the drink for them. I know they got DeJounte Murray in the offseason trying to run that one-two punch at the guard position, but for me, it all starts with Trey Young. I mean, the other night against the San Antonio Spurs, he had himself a game. 24 points, 17 assists. Those 17 assists are a season high for him, and he did it all in just 32 minutes out there on the floor. If you go back to the last time that these two teams met, it was more the same for Trey. He goes for 25 points and 12 assists. He also had five rebounds. He was a plus eight out there and a plus minus as well. I mean, it's nothing crazy. You don't have to go in depth to know about this, but Trey Young's my player to watch because he's the guy. I like the pick. I'm going to go in a slightly different direction, partially because I have to, but I, I do think Trey Young is kind of the man in this one, and he's had some really, really good games against the Hornets. I think he's averaging somewhere in the neighborhood of 25 a night against Charlotte. He, he's been good. But I'm going to go with DeAndre Hunter for this one. Oftentimes, it's that third or fourth score and just how hot can they get that determines the outcome of the game and whether or not he's the one scoring a lot how the Hawks function in his minutes tends to be determinative quite frankly of how they're going to you know end up in in terms of the final result and Atlanta's had a good run here as of late and DeAndre Hunter has been a big part of it he had a 24 point performance the other day in the win over San Antonio and that one included moving back over his last 14 to 15 games if DeAndre Hunter is a plus in the plus minus or at least even the Hawks tend to win if they're losing his minutes they're probably losing the game Uh, sometimes that's because of him the loss they had against New Orleans for instance he didn't make a shot from the field the entire game that kind of put them behind the eight ball other games he has shot it reasonably well but if they don't win his minutes again they don't win the contest so I'm looking at DeAndre Hunter I think his performance either Counting stats or just in the plus minus ultimately determine this one for the Atlanta Hawks. Where would you like to go next? Stat to watch or Hornet to watch? I'm going to switch it up a little bit. I'm going to go with stat to watch before I forget about it. And I'm going to go with free throws. And it's a big disparity on both sides for the most part. For the Hornets' sake, let's begin with them, of course, going 17-29 to at the free throw line on Saturday's game, which, again, looks not great. But it was a lot worse. I mean, it was downright terrible there in the first half as well when they were 2 of 11 from the charity stripe. They got better there in the second half. They were 15 of 18 from the free throw line there in the third and fourth quarter. So it certainly got better. But then you go back to the other side of things and you take a look at Atlanta. Atlanta went 15 and 19 from the free throw line in their win against the San Antonio Spurs the other day. Doesn't look like it's a huge deal at the end of the day just because of the margin of victory. But when you take a look at it as a whole, the Hawks are fourth in the association when it comes to free throw percentage they do a really good job when they get to the line and that's basically what kept them in the game all the way back on january 21st when the hornets squeaked out a 122 to 118 win just because they were able to make their free throws they were 17 to 20 at the line the hornets did a good job that night as well they were 19 to 22 so they were able to hold serve in that regard but if it's a big disparity in terms of percentages like it was the other night if the hornets don't shoot well at the free throw line and atlanta does that could be trouble for charlotte so that's why it's my stat to watch good stat to watch it has been determinative in the head-to-head matchups as well not so much who makes the most or percentages but whoever takes the most in the first three head-to-head meetings has won the game most recent one charlotte won 122 
to 118. They attempted 22 free throws, Hawks 20. Again, Atlanta shot roughly the same percentage as the Hornets, but whoever took the most won the game. That was the Hornets. The one before, Hornets blown out at home by 19. Hawks took 34 free throws, Hornets just 19. You know what happened there. I just told you uh, Hornets won the first game, 126 to 109 in Atlanta. That one, it was closer. Hawks actually made more and were more efficient, but the Hornets took more. I don't know how much that really means in this game, Well, the Hornets took 30 free throws and won the game, even though they only made 21 to the Hawks, 23. There's another stat that has a similar tale, and that's my stat to watch. That's three-pointers made. Charlotte has not been a good three-point shooting team lately overall, but in the head-to-head matchup with the Hawks, if the Hornets win or tie in total made threes, they have won the game. In the two wins, Charlotte made 11 and 13 threes in the, the two victories compared to eight threes and 11 threes for Atlanta. Trust me, when it lines up, the Hornets made a, little, a couple more than the Hawks did in the one loss for Charlotte. Hornets made 15. Hawks made 15. Hawks were far more efficient from three. But again, I'm going to volume here for this one. So if the Hornets make more threes than the Hawks, I like the Hornets' chances. If they tie or lose that category, clearly an advantage to Atlanta, in part because of how they play the game and how Trey Young derives so much of his offense, and he's such a big key. So if Atlanta's going to get the win, they're probably making a lot more threes than the Hornets are. If the Hornets get the win, they're probably able to keep that stat close, but I would say they need to win it. Last but not least, a Hornets player to watch. I think for me, the Hornets player to watch tonight is Mark Williams, just simply for the fact that we have seen him play some pretty stout competition over the last couple of games, of course, uh, playing in Boston, playing against some elite talent there, and then you know Saturday going against Nikola Jokic, who's the two-time reigning MVP, who is not your very conventional center. So I'm not saying Clint Capella is not a great center by any means of the imagination. He is a very solid center. He is not an MVP caliber center like Nikola Jokic is. So I think for Mark just to have those last two games under his belt, get that experience now that this will be his third start, I think it's an opportunity for him to really thrive. He learned against Jokic that Foul trouble is certainly still a real thing, even though you're in the NBA and you get an extra foul to give. It's not always the case, especially when you're going against that very elite talent like Nikola Jokic. So I think this is an opportunity for Mark Williams to get back to some more reasonable matchups in Clint Capella, and I think that he ends up having a good game. So that's why he's my player to watch tonight for the Hornets. I like it. And look, if he can play even or outplay Clint Capella, that's a really good established NBA center. So I think that's a high bar to set for a rookie, but if Mark Williams meets it, that that's another really he, clear sign of how good he can be. He was a lottery pick be. for a reason. So That's true. That's true. I'm going to spread the wealth here. We, we talked about Terry Rozier and the milestone he's aiming for. LaMelo Ball has come a rebound away from a triple-double in each of his last two games, plus he's got a milestone to shoot for here tonight. Pardon the pun with he's uh, aiming on the three-point list for that one. So I'm going to spread the wealth around. I'm going to go with P.J. Washington as my player to watch for a couple of reasons. One, he's been playing very well as of late. Had 17 in the loss to Boston. He had a team-high 22 in the loss to Denver. Some solid scoring numbers in each of his last two contests, but it really has to do with the category I think the Hornets need to win to win this game, and that is three-point volume. P.J. has been a good, not great by his standards, three-point shooter this season. That's not a knock on P.J. That's how good of a three-point shooter he has been over the course of his career, and I think for the Hornets to get to the win. They need to win the three-point shooting. 
I think that would certainly help things. And you need to look for other sources of it other than just LaMelo and Terry Rozier. And P.J. Washington over the course of his career has been a good one. Furthermore, whenever P.J. Washington knocks down five threes, the Hornets are undefeated. Now, it's happened twice this season, so we need it to happen a little bit more often for the Hornets to really rack up the wins down the stretch. But I'm going to look to P.J. Washington. He's played well over the last couple of games. Uh, this will be the third one in four days. That's never easy. But with the full day of Super Bowl rest yesterday, I'm going to look at P.J. Washington as my player to watch, and I'm going to put it out there. If he makes five threes, Hornets get this W and take the season series against their division rivals, the Atlanta Hawks. Hey, whatever works. I, I just looked at a stat the other day from the Denver Nuggets. They've won 24 consecutive games when Nikola Jokic has a triple-double. I know it's not triple-double numbers if he's making five made three-pointers, but why the heck not? Well, there you go. I mean, they've won two in a row this season when he knocks down five threes. They've won four in a row going back to the previous season when he makes at least five threes. So uh, not a, exactly the Nikola Jokic triple-double streak that we're looking at here, but still, it, it's a through line for the Hornets finding victories. P.J. Washington, quite frankly, for, for a big man, a stretch stretch four, stretch five type of guy, that's a lot of threes to make in a single game. Speaks to how good of a shooter P.J. Washington is that there is even that many of them over the last couple of seasons. But nonetheless, P.J. Washington going to be my player to watch. We look forward to this one, Hornets versus Hawks, the finale of the season series between these two division rivals. If you'd like to join us at the Hive, tickets are available at Hornets.com. Rob Longo, thanks as always for joining me here today on the HHC. Pleasure as always. Talk to you later on the broadcast tonight. Looking forward to it. Thanks again to Rob Longo. Thanks to all of you for tuning in. For everyone here, I'm Sam Farber saying it's been a pleasure and a privilege having you along, and we'll talk to you tomorrow with a breakdown edition of Hornets vs. Hawks right here on the Hornets Hivecast. Thank you for listening to the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. For more coverage, visit Hornets.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. You wouldn't expect to hear that we're America's third best city for beer like this one. Or home to vibes like this. And this. It might surprise you that we're top 10 for immersive art that's like. Whoa. And hmm. not to mention, we have one of the top zoos in the country. So can a city with the country's best pro soccer team, ranking as a top culinary destination in the world, be in your own backyard? Yes, Columbus. Plan your summer at experiencecolumbus.com slash summer. Thinking of popping the question? Diamonds Direct has an offer you can't miss. This month only, buy a natural diamond engagement ring of one carat plus and receive a free natural one carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. No one provides education, selection, and value like Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet from your friends at Diamonds Direct won't last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com.